0: What's up friends? Welcome back. We are here for a bonus episode, episode 9 of the Hard-Hitting Sports Podcast. I am your host Jack Bradley. On the left of my Zoom screen is my dear friend and co-host Jordan Lowby. and we got a special guest here today. We got a we got our friend from 4th and Long Radio, pointing to his custom-made sweatshirt. We got Ross Allen over from the 4th and Long Radio. Uh, Jordan, let's let our guest speak first. Ross, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing fan freaking tastic, you guys. It's a pleasure to be on the show. I mean, the the energy is already flowing. We got a great show. Like I'm still uh, kind of on this little recording high from last night. Killed that NFL breakdown, um, recapping the Super Bowl. Just follow us Instagram at Fourth Long Radio, Twitter at Fourth Long Radio. But hey, you guys, thank you for letting me join the show because. It's uh, we've been waiting for this, so anticipating for like two or three weeks now. So Absolutely. I just gotta say, it's about damn time, fellas.
0: Absolutely, yes, sir. We'll, we'll make sure we get those uh, that website, the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. After now, Jordan, how are you doing today? I know this is your this is your cream of the crop.
2: Yes, sir. I'm very excited. I like how you had to remind me, saying, Jordan, let's let our guests speak. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Um, no, but I'm excited. Um, I got a lot of bold predictions that I've been storing, and I've been, I mean, some of them are already in the blogs I've been posting, but some I've been keeping in the wheelhouse for this episode specifically, so I think there's going to be some crazy things you guys are going to hear tonight that I honestly think might really happen they aren't just like oh it would be funny if this happened no like these are real possibilities so excited to share that with you guys
1: what i'm hearing is that jordan is trying to take my shtick okay so we're going to be <laughs> battling this out for who okay. can get the most accurate hot take today i'm down
0: all right i'm gonna write all these down too we can we can maybe look back on these maybe the beginning of, of the 2021 season oh, yeah. and maybe even the end of the 2021 season depending on what some of these predictions are i don't know how wild they're getting tonight but okay uh let's start out Ross just just introduce yourself to our listeners and to your I mean I know you might share this with your listeners as well but what's your deal what's going on you in school you work hey I'll How'd you get started all that good stuff
1: I'll give you guys my full life story all the biography <laughs> now I'm just playing that's going <laughs> no one wants to hear that trust me but I'm just a guy uh senior year boycing at the Boise State University home of the Smurf Turf you know often imitated never uh, I don't know, I forget the saying, you know what I mean, This first turf is the best <laughs> turf, um, but we started this thing back in August of last year, it was kind of going, and then it's really picked up over the last like four months, I would say, so we're just cranking things along, you know, we got NFL stuff, we got UFC stuff, we got AFL stuff, A shout out to Australian football, because if you guys haven't watched that sport, please do yourself a favor, maybe don't be like me and wake up at 2.30 in the morning to watch a live game, because don't recommend that (laughs) but i I would check that sport out and i mean nhl's in full swing nba's in full swing and we cover everything because i have no life and i only like to talk sports so i figured might as well put myself in front of a camera and a microphone and make something out of it
0: Absolutely, You're, uh, you and I sound very similar. I know on our podcast we're covering mostly basketball, baseball, football. Uh, I'm a pretty big hockey nut, mostly Bruins. I don't, I don't follow the league too closely. And then yeah, March you Madness Patriots, oh you <laughs>
1: Massachusetts yeah. fans,
0: jeez, yeah. So, so what are what are your teams again, Ross? Just so, so everyone knows,
1: putting the bias out there. No, I'll give you a caveat. Most time, I'm able to hide it. Okay, most, but you'll hear it come out. Go Broncos, go A's, go Sharks. And also, favorite UFC fighter, I'll give that to you. Let's go Michael Chandler. Ooh.
0: Okay. Okay. And I do um, think well, about the UFC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: you guys have missed now, but hey, it's all good because UFC 258 is this weekend. That's a great okay. way to get introduced to the sport, I'll tell you what.
0: Gotcha. Stuff, man. gotcha. Awesome. Jordan, anything to add to anything Ross just said, or you want to get right into what we had planned for this episode?
2: i'm i'm just happy ross is here to share the nfl recap with us and i'm really excited to get some new perspective some new life into the podcast especially covering straight the nfl i think it's going to be awesome
0: yeah this is our first episode with strictly one sport being covered so um, Without any further ado let's kind of just get right into it so we wanted to just go over some of our biggest surprises in a positive way to start it out let's start out in a positive form Uh, Ross, I don't know if you want to get it started. What was your biggest surprise from the the 2020 NFL season in a good way? In a good way.
1: In a good way. Well, in a good way, I, what I really did like is, I mean, call me, call me a basic bitch all you want, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, this is a team that looked like they were just putting together a super team. Okay, it looks like they were putting together the Golden State Warriors from a few years back down there in Tampa with Tom Brady. They bring in Gronk at retirement. Even Leonard Fournette, you bring him in. Of course, he was kind of crap most of the season. He really showed that in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl subsequently. But it, it was weird because they had all this talent. And I, I didn't think they were going to be able to do anything with it, quite, quite frankly. Um, and, and then the way, because it started off shaky. And then, and and then they beat the Packers it convincingly because of that pass rush. That was a huge hint that we all should have put in our heads that early in the season that 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 pass rush was going to be huge for them. We sh- because we we found out <laughs> here recently over the weekend. Sweet damn, God, feel bad for Patrick Mahomes, but this is this team that slowly came together and molded and just really. Ooh, here's a fancy word. Synergized. Well, Ooh,
0: I like it. You I like, like it. that?
1: Okay. We bring yes. vocabulary to the show. <laughs> got you guys. I'm a business major. So I got to bring the synergy, hey,
0: right? Business majors in the house. Ooh, what are you, building, you majoring in?
1: Biz admin, baby. little okay, entre, okay. entrepreneurship,
0: I, you know it. Nice, nice. I was uh, Don't a business tell me your administration finance. management. I was okay. management, okay. Okay. business Go. management. And then Jordan was uh, economics. Yes.
1: I mess with economics. I love it, <laughs> but yes, it, it, they solely just kept on going and building momentum. Then they got to the playoffs, and I was even downing them before the playoffs. Same with my co-host of for the NFL, Alex. We were both doubting them. But hey, man, they kept on proving us wrong. I mean, freaking Tom Brady really does a good job of shutting people the hell up, because that's what he did to me. And it was a cool thing. I mean, even Antonio Brown, even Antonio Brown, with a guy with one of the worst histories, like like off the field, locker room wise, in the league today, turned around. And I, when he caught that touchdown pass in the Super Bowl, I was really, really, really close to feeling happy for him. And now, who would have thought that anyone would ever say that, that you'd feel happy for Antonio Brown in, with everything went on? So to me, hands down, it's Antonio Brown. It's that uh, offense. It's that pass rush. And I think it's just Todd Bowles because that guy is a genius when it comes to defense. Not the best head coach. But when it comes to defensive coordinator, he's the guy.
0: 100% agree. I I think Jordan actually last night had him. We do hitters and shitters of the week. Love um, basically. it. So from each sport, we just go over who the top is. So I know Jordan had him as the hitter. And Jordan, yeah. too, I want to I let you – I don't know if Ross has heard your kind of bye week. It's not even a theory because it's legit Ooh. now. They won the Super Bowl. I don't know if you want to touch upon that and just kind of re-educate the listeners and re-educate kind of Ross on on your bye week thing because I, I love it. I agree with you 100% on it.
2: For sure. Um, for a team like the Bucks, like you were saying, Ross, a super team that kind of came together guys that have been big time players before, but are kind of regressing like Gronk coming out of retirement, Leonard Fournette, who was awesome his rookie year in Jacksonville and has done nothing like that since then Antonio Brown, who was for a while the best receiver in the NFL and arguably the best receiver of the 2010s who hasn't played in over a year when they all come together it's how do you get them to gel? How do you get them to work um, congruently with no off season and no preseason? And you saw how it affected them early on. In 12 games, they go 7-5. and five. They beat some good teams like the Packers, but then they lose some close games. They got blown out by the Saints twice, which the Saints, it's their defense that carried them this year. The offense wasn't even that productive. Um, so when that bye week came up, that was their chance to really come together as a team, rest up, get their heads in the playbook, Figure out what was going on and what was what they needed to fix and what they needed to improve on. Next thing you know, they're eight and zero and they have a Super Bowl ring, you know. And Tom Brady's chucking Lombardi's to other boats. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's hilarious. Um, getting white girl wasted on boats, <laughs> right?
1: Who let them get to the tequila? That's uh, I love that point. And that's what maybe. Hey, maybe the Broncos could be a playoff team if they had a bye weekend and did get canceled. Thank you, Kem <laughs> Newton.
0: Thank you, yeah, New England, <laughs> Jack.
1: Screw you and the Patriots for taking away the bye week.
0: Hey, all I'm gonna say, the Patriots got fucked over too, because when they got yeah. COVID, the NFL was like, "Yep, you're gonna fly to Kansas City that morning and go play the Chiefs." At
1: least you didn't have a quarterback. that was a scout team or, or a practice squad wide receiver. Fair. Okay, but
0: uh, Brian Hoyer is much better. <laughs> you got the Stidham. point. Yeah. Should have been Stidham, but um,
1: I don't want yeah. either.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it, it wasn't good, but no, it wasn't. Uh, just no, it yeah, wasn't. just to go off jo- Jordan's point a little bit too. I know we've been talking about that a lot. Uh, that Bucks defense really I think is what carried them. I think Brady did what he had to do. He played a great game against Washington. Mm-hmm. He played a pretty solid game against the Saints. Nothing too crazy. Almost threw for 300 yards against the Packers. I think he would have thrown for Three more interceptions. yards. Get... Three interceptions. So that did kind of kill him. But then the de- <laughs> like I said, the defense though yeah. is really what, what carried them. I think he probably would have thrown for more yards in the Super Bowl if they weren't blowing them out, just because given the fact that he didn't really need to do much in the second half, they, the run game kind of controlled it. I was talking about it mm-hmm. yesterday. They averaged 5.36 5. yards carry in the Super Bowl, which is what they needed to do, get that run game going, win the time of possession battle. So
1: Oh, 100%. Well, they were averaging 115 yards. I pointed this out in the little preview. Uh, mm-hmm. They are averaging 115 yards in the playoffs. They averaged 95 um, rushing yards a game in the regular season, but in losses, they only averaged 60. So there's that run game. Also, yeah. quick point, I don't need to explain too much because I feel like I've been talking a lot already, and I want to give you guys your time good. to shine. But Devin White... Uncrowned Super Bowl MVP. Okay, don't have all, right. Me. all
0: right, we're all on the same page here. We talked Thank about you. that last night. Thank I think you. you saw it. We had, I think I tweeted yeah, on the yep. podcast, and we we put out a poll for it. Uh, I think it was fifty five percent said yes. It's who's the forty five percent? Wait, oh, no, if if it was it was yes for Brady, no. So for who's
1: more. the who's the fifty five percent? Shame on you. I, okay, I don't know.
0: We all we all consensusly said Devin White. I I kind of thought like I wish they could have just given it to the whole defense because that would have been kind of cool. Can you like, just
1: give it to Todd Bowles?
0: that i mean, pretty much <laughs> give it to him um but cool no that's that's a great kind of biggest positive surprise jordan i i really like yours uh, i want i want you mm-hmm. to go into yours because i think it's a it's, it's a surprise to a lot of us i think just given the yeah. year we had
2: uh how about the fact that all 269 nfl games were played this year without a single cancellation yes we had a lot of postponements Yes, it was the first year we had a game on every single day of the week. <laughs> uh, we had guys get their bye week shifted. We had teams that were really affected by uh, COVID-19, but at the end of the day, all the games were played, and there was a 0.08 percent positivity rate within the NFL, which is just super impressive. They administered almost a million tests over 22 weeks of the NFL season. Kept everyone locked down. Kept everything safe. And there was a lot of speculation. You like the NFL is not going to do a bubble. The NFL is not going to restrict traveling. Uh, the NFL is not going to restrict contact and practice. And they were able to figure it out and really keep the season safe. Yes, some people got. Uh, yes, some players got it. Yes, some teams were affected by it. Most notably, there were the Patriots that were affected. The Broncos obviously were affected by it. Steelers had three of their games moved because of it. Um, which you could argue did somewhat affect their season, especially getting going from a week eight by-week to week five. That makes a much bigger difference than people realize. But the games were played, and that's what matters. Not a single game got canceled. We didn't need an 18th regular season week. We didn't need an extra bye week in the playoffs. Everything was on schedule within the week. And that, to me, is such a great surprise and such a great way for the NFL to show why they are the best sport out of all the major sports in the world.
0: Whoa, that's a bold take right there. I'm okay with, that. Into the I'm okay with okay. that. I'm, I'm okay th- with I'm gonna that. I'm going to call up Adam Silver and let him know you said that. <laughs> a, uh, <laughs> NBA
1: is the third best, fourth best sport in America. Don't at me.
0: Ooh, okay. okay.
1: I know I'm going – I could get a lot of – I'm going to get canceled <laughs> for that. We're going to get Twitter canceled for that.
2: <laughs> oh you know we talk about the NBA on this podcast. Yeah, yeah I know I'm, you do. That's
1: what, I'm bringing, that's what I'm telling you. Football, MMA, hockey, Ooh. basketball interesting okay, okay. please put, right. put some respect on mma i i guarantee you guys i mean why, why do you think we, i watch hockey at times to see the fights? my yeah. mma just full fights it's awesome
0: True. Gotcha. that's cool um i don't really have much to say on that 269 i think jordan covered it ross i know your team got a little screwed over by the kind of whole covid bug i don't know if you have anything to add on that just because i know i think i think the broncos got the most screwed out of any team
1: okay can can't give you i'll just give you one sentence Okay. Uh, uh F bomb right? The yes, the we weak cool here. Go for it. Okay, perfect. Go for <sighs> Roger Goodell. Fuck you. <laughs> You're that. like the
0: rest of us Patriots fans like 4 years ago when he suspended Brady for 4 <laughs> right? games, but Even then he got that didn't mean him the mean anything. Bowl. Yeah, I was going to say then he, then he handed him the Super Bowl trophy that year, so he can go fuck himself now. <laughs> but uh,
2: cool.
1: Oh um
0: well, my biggest surprise, and I think he was a surprise to a lot of people, and he was in our division as a Patriots fan, is Josh Allen uh, of the Buffalo Bills, uh, out from Wyoming, so out your way, out on the West Coast, for Ross, but oh, yeah. oh, uh, yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm not a huge stats guy, I always like to pull just some important stats, so I just have some of his 2019 stats compared to his 2020 stats. So You better have 2019- this most
1: important stat, I, I'm, I'm listening for it, I know which one you need to say, okay. you better say it, okay? Is
0: it, is it wins?
1: That that's not the most important, important stat to me. Well, right. at least to his quarterback pro- progression. Okay. Because the all wins right. came because Sean McDermott
0: Gotcha. That's that's facts. That's facts. Um all right. I'll say what I got and then if you if I fuck it up and I miss it, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> so, 2019 Buffalo went 10 and 6. Was a 5 seed in the AFC. 3089 yards, 58.8 completion percentage. 20 touchdowns nine interceptions a 49.4 quarterback rating per the ESPN quarterback rating um so pretty much Allen was 26th in completions behind Jacoby Brissett Gardner Minshew Sam Darnold last in qualified quarterbacks in uh completion percentage it's pretty shitty 23rd in passing yards he was behind kyle allen and mitchy t mitchy trubisky mm-hmm. uh, and then in qbr he was behind uh daniel jones and james winston who threw 30 interceptions that year i know he did have 30 touchdowns did throw for a good amount of yards uh 2020 13 and three obviously led the bills to the two seed 4500 yards uh thir- uh 396 of 572 69.2 completion percentage 37 touchdowns 10 interceptions 81.7 QBR. So, very, very much a lot higher. Uh, his completions, he was ahead of Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson. He was fifth in yards in the league, ahead of Aaron Rodgers and Kirk Cousins. Fifth in touchdowns, more than Big Ben and Tannehill. Fourth in completion percentage, higher than Brady, Mahomes, Goff. And third in QBR, ahead of Breeze, Watson, Lamar, Mahomes. So, I don't know if I covered the stats you had, but the, that just kind of the progression you see how much he jumped up there and how he's ahead of guys and Aaron Rodgers who won the MVP Mahomes who was an MVP candidate uh, those numbers are drastically improved and I don't think we were expecting that big of a jump I think a lot of people are expecting an improvement but not that drastically
1: no Jack I gotta tell you you hit you hit the the nail around the head with that because the my most important progression when we all of the talk about Josh Allen coming out of college what was it it was his abysmal completion percentage we all knew he had a rocket for our arm okay we all know he could throw a ball over those mountains but we did we were worried about his his uh accuracy it it also didn't help that i mean wyoming it's a university that not a lot of people care about let's be honest even in the mountain west no no one cares about this conference let's be real it's not it's not even a power five i mean i love some action but there is no and Mountain West stuff. But Wyoming, he was missing almost all of his wide receivers. His offensive line was crap, and he was still putting up numbers. But going from 52.8% to 59% to almost 70% completion percentage in just the span of three seasons, I, I don't think we could give him enough credit for that, because that's fantastic.
0: Wow. Yeah. And he's going to be a force. I mean, I think we were expecting the help of Diggs, but a lot of people, like even fantasy football-wise, he was like 80th overall. Like guys were taking him in the sixth, seventh round of of fantasy because they were just like, Josh Allen can't get him the deep ball. And that was able to happen this year. I mean, Diggs had a career high in catches, career high in yards, eight touchdown catches. Um, One stat I saw on Diggs, too, his catch percentages, so on times he was targeted, was 76.5%. That's his highest since his uh, second year in the league in 2016. Um, but he just had a huge year as well, and a big part of that was because of Josh Allen. Yes, he helped Josh Allen, but I think Josh Allen's progression really helped him. Cole Beasley had a career high in catches um, with the same number of targets that he had last year, so Josh Allen's progression, too. He had the same quarterback throwing to him for 16 games this year and last year, and Cole Beasley's targets were the same. It was literally he just had more catches this year because, like you said, that, that completion percentage was up there.
1: Let's talk about his rep career, too. Okay, Cole Beasley went off in a little freestyle. I think we all need to put a little yeah. respect on yeah. him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. Jordan, I don't know if you have anything to add there, but um, go for it if I, you do. <laughs> I
2: think he could be even better if the Bills either get a free agent or draft a really good tight end – or they develop Dawson Knox for one more year because Dawson Knox made some plays that were absolutely insane on the year. He's a very underrated tight end, in my opinion. He has he has a good amount of drops. I think he was eighth in the league, tied for eighth with drops. I think he had six or seven. Um, So definitely doesn't have the best hands. But when he does have the ball in his hands, he is a guy that is super explosive. He can run through you. He can juke you out. He can outspeed you so if he develops the way he's supposed to be teams are gonna cole beasley and john brown are both over 32 years old now they're going to be 33 both of them next year um they're going to be looking for a receiver gabriel davis is going to be a good replacement but i don't think he's going to be the true slot guy that they're looking for like brown and beasley both are so if they don't figure out that slot situation dawson knox is going to have to have a big year next year because i think defenses will be able to not shut down Stephon Diggs and gabriel davis but if I think Diggs will have a not as productive of a season next year as he did this year, um, if they don't develop Dawson Knox or get a good slot receiver. But overall, Josh Allen, his first two years was worse than Baker Mayfield, given Baker Mayfield's bad season last year, and shoot forward to this year, he's a top ten, top five quarterback going into next season. So I think
0: definitely top five. Just like I said, yeah. I mean not like I know stats aren't the only thing that we look at for quarterbacks nowadays, but he was winning football games. He won yes. playoff games against good. I mean, the Colts have a, had a really good defense. The Ravens were a good team. So um, obviously I know that Ravens game, the defense played a huge <laughs> role in that, but yeah. Um, uh, oh, sorry yeah. about that. No, go for it. I'm
2: pretty sure pro football focus. He was the number four quarterback behind Rogers, Brady and Mahomes in that order. Wow. So that just shows according to pro football focus that literally watches every play of every game he was the fourth best quarterback last year. So that just says something about his playing ability and what he's able to do.
0: Yeah. Cool. Well, I know we uh, started out with our biggest surprises in a good way, but uh, I know we don't like to, we don't like to be too negative on this show, but oh, I guess on. you could call this shit. I mean, we do, we do a segment called hitters and shitters. So I guess yeah. we are somewhat negative. It's fun. Um, But I guess biggest surprise of 2020 in a negative way, uh, I, Ross, you started last time. Let's, let's, let's hear what you got again. You you, you did a good job starting off last time. I like you in that leadoff okay. spot.
1: Okay. To me, you kind of put me on the spot here with the, the, in the good way and in the bad way. Cause I mean, there's a mult. it depends on your point of view for this one, but I think in the bad way in, in just because of how kind of embarrassing it was, I think the biggest disappointment this season was How the Jets blew the number one overall pick this year. (laughs) (laughs) I mean...
0: Alright, we're on. done. That's an end of the show. That was great. We have to end on that note. I'm sorry. See see you guys next episode. Bye, everybody. Get Rod on the pod.
1: Bro, <laughs> you toss
2: that up like you were going to say, like, oh, the Chiefs were, like, such a disappointment after everything. And I'm like, oh, we're going to talk about a really good team here. You no, <laughs> don't fucking put the Jets
1: right on there. <laughs> Throw the Jets the Put device. the Jets up there because you had the one seed. You had... Trevor Lawrence, you had a generational talent, all but guaranteed to be your quarterback next year. But what you do, you go out and you win two garbage games for no reason. You beat the Rams. Who beats the Rams like that? Who does that? The
0: Patriots lost to the Rams.
1: Right? And you almost beat the Raiders too. Well, I mean, you only only lose because it literally, or you only, um,
0: you should have lost to the Raiders. Oh, they, they lost to the Raiders. They, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, they you should have, you, you should have
1: yeah. won that game. But I mean, the, oh, my, oh, I, that game was a mess. Okay, so that was it. Was good that they lost that, but it was still disappointing on how they lost. I, this you Jets could almost team, almost
0: tell they were trying to choke in that Raiders game because they blitzed like eight guys on the last play, and they. So I actually, no oh.
2: funny you bring that up. I actually want to talk about that because okay. Greg Williams has been known to do that before when he was the DC. I think he did it once, right? Yeah, he did it once, and I believe it was against the Broncos. Believe it or not, they sent they sent seven, and they were one on one with I, M- Emmanuel Sanders, who was the fastest guy on your team at that point. Um, was on a deep ball, and I forget who. What, it wasn't Brock Osweiler then; he wasn't in Denver. I think
1: it's probably it was impacted. Probably Mark. Uh, Trevor Simeon.
2: <laughs> oh, Trevor Simeon, that's right. That's you're bringing
1: right. back the uh, you're bringing you back the flashbacks. Oh no, Trevor's. And the stupid thing, ever since Peyton Manning left the Broncos, Trevor Siemian's the most winningest quarterback in Broncos. <laughs> oh,
2: That's actually God. crazy.
1: Right. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm going to. Oh, it's tough. It's tough, man. It's been a tough it few years. Tough. At least we won Super Bowl fifty. But um.
2: Yeah, you have more recent Super Bowl than most teams. Yeah. So pff, to put it uh, that way. Um, But the difference this time around, they got the sack on fourth down and the game was over. The Browns won. The difference this time around is that they had Henry Ruggs that they had to cover, who is one of the fastest players in the NFL, not going to cover that guy (laughs) one-on-one for too long. So that's it. it, it, In my opinion, it's not a bad call. It's just, if you're going to do that back, your DBs up, if you're going to blitz that way. So, yeah,
1: it's still, I still can't comprehend how the Jets were able to win a game when the literally the worst thing they can do is win a football game. Literally, the worst thing they can do is win a second football game. Okay, <laughs> and, and the worst thing that happened to them after winning a second football game is is the, the, the Jaguars losing fifteen in a row. We all remember Ooh. that iconic tweet. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh was it? We're not satisfied We're by not. the Jags after going one and zero. We're not satisfied. No, but hey, I just love. I just thank you for this spot because I just love ripping oh, on the oh, Jets because same,
0: same. We can get on that together. Yes,
1: I. It, it hurts. It physically hurts me thinking about the Jets. Physically mm-hmm. hurts me.
0: Fair point. Fair point. And you mentioned the Jaguars there. So I think uh, it's a good transition, actually. We love transitions on here. Jordan, what, what, I guess, just, just talk. I'll, I'll shut up. Just talk.
2: <laughs> here you go, bro. Um, my, my biggest negative surprise was the Jaguars losing 15 straight. Oh. Defeating <laughs> the Colts, who ended up being a, a playoff team and were good for most of the season. Um, also, benching Gardner-Manchu, I think, was the dumbest decision that franchise can make.
1: It was I obvious th- you were tanking, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. it had to be. Gardner-Manchu is the
2: starting quarterback in this league. No matter what way you dice it up, he was arguably the best rookie quarterback last year. Played pretty well this year, despite having no offensive line and no defense to work with. Um, I really like the kid. He's got moxie. I think he's a guy that can come in and take over team. He was named captain in his second year, which captain in the National Football League is a big deal. I think a lot of people just see it as a C on the chest, which in high school and college, yeah, maybe. But in the NFL you got a group of the guys who are the best at their sport. Like that's a big fucking deal if you get named captain voted on by your teammates. So to see that he's he's a leader in his peers' eyes and he not dominated but played it super efficient his rookie year and played well this year. I mean I think it was silly to bench him and it just showed that they were they didn't care for this season. They were ready to move on. Um so we'll see how Urban Meyer does stepping up into this role. How are you Jay feeling Drums. about him?
1: What do you think?
0: Eh, yeah. I gave yeah. it
1: a B. I gave it a B in like in, in, for a grade. Cuz like it could be good, but also it could be really bad.
0: Yeah. I that, I I I think I said it on the podcast once, but I I don't know and I, I hate to blame it on his health but like it's, I, it's that, a that's, legitimate that's, I know it was yeah and it was like with with Florida he left because of his health then he came back for Ohio State left because of his health so like you don't want to like start building up this team and then in year like two or three you have to leave I mean I know they're gonna build up a good coaching staff there but that just concern would concern me a little bit when you're coaching a lot of young guys and, and trying to build from the ground up but just I just
2: I will say the one silver lining in, in that is that Bruce Arians had to step away because of his health. Mm. And then he came right back Fair. in in two years, once the super bowl. So I'm yeah. not saying urban Meyer is Bruce Arians by any means, mm-hmm. but taking that break, like might actually help him and put him back into the mood. And let's put it this way. He's not going to have to worry about recruiting. He's not going to have to worry about parents. He's not going to have to worry about funding. All he has to worry about is coaching football. Yeah. So I think that's going to help him, especially with the young Jacks team and, Potentially Trevor Lawrence, which I, you could see. I know he never really coached Justin Fields, but you could see them trade down maybe a spot or take Justin Fields <laughs> to the number one spot. I highly doubt it. Highly is, doubt it. Not, but yeah.
1: please <laughs> don't, please, please. That's 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 but over. The
2: Jets would get Trevor. That is. Over...
1: <laughs> that's overthinking one oh one. When you need a quarterback, and Trevor Lawrence is available, you guys do not want to know what you do. You You take Trevor freaking Lawrence. You (laughs) You take
0: the best player.
1: Yes. Yeah. If they, if, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised, but if they do that, I will never respect anything about the Jacksonville Jaguars ever again.
2: Well, that's what the Cardinals did. We had, we had Josh Rosen. We were the first team ever to pick a quarterback in the first round two years in a row. Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen was not the, which I feel bad because he was sacked more than any other quarterback. Mm -hmm. Um, had shit for weapons. Larry Fitzgerald was his best weapon. He was 35. No offensive
1: line. Hit. No run game. No defense. Yeah. No wide receivers. Literally the exactly. worst situation you can step into. So, I I, as a, uh, I as can I sympathize, I sympathize with Josh Rosen. I kind of feel bad for him. Did he get signed by someone recently? Yeah, he
2: just got picked up by the 49ers. They That's brought right. him to the practice squad. Um, Or, no, he was signed to the active roster late in the year to back up uh, Bethard because Nick Mullins was out. And then they... Uh, honored that contract. So I don't know. Okay. I know Bethers a free agent and I know Mullins is a free agent too, so I think you're gonna
1: let G. both walk uh, well yeah, yeah also by also I'd rather have CJ uh i rather have Bethard and Mullins than Jimmy G. Yeah. How's that for a take? How's that for a Interesting. take?
0: Interesting. I like Interesting. it. I like it. I I, I don't like that.
1: Jimmy G. I would have liked him if he just completed that one pass in Super Bowl fifty four. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah.
0: he didn't. Yeah. he, he got a lot of shit for that. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, but, yeah. Do you have anything else, Jordan, you wanted to add on the Jaguars? Or nah, it's just
2: a shitty situation. They could have gone 4-12, 5-11. They could have s- kept with Gardner Minshew. But I think once they started playing quarterback carousel after he missed a couple games due to an injury – that's when they were like, okay, we're kind of done. See ya.
1: So That's what happens You'll hear have- more
2: on Gardner Minshew later in my Ooh. QB carousel. That's Ooh, the thing okay. about
1: about Mike Glennon though, is that literally he's the GOAT when it comes to tanking. If you want to tank, yes. you play Mike Lennon, baby. Mike Lennon. <laughs> well, yeah, Mike Jets Glennon.
0: should have gotten him. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess my, my negative surprise, um, and I'm going to keep it in the AFC South, is the Houston Texans 4-12 and season. Okay. We've talked about it a little bit on this show. I think we talked about it on some other podcasts we were on. Uh, I know we're sympathizing with Josh Rosen. I sympathize with Deshaun Watson a lot. I actually think he's the second best quarterback in the league behind Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I really do, just stats-wise, I think he's up there. Um, so, kind of just to kind of go off that defensive-wise, the the Houston defense was just shit this year. 30, 30th in yards giving up in the league, so third-worst defense. Uh, 24th most pass yards allowed. Their rush defense was the worst in all of football. Third most rush TDs. Most yards per carry. Uh, Ross, we like to do a lot of trivia on this podcast. Ooh. Guess how many interceptions that uh, the Houston defense had this year? And Jordan, I don't know if you heard the question, but I'll I'll let you. I,
2: I heard it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Two. You guys want to take some two? All I'm right, going Jordan. With what's two. your guess? Two interceptions on on defense. So not yep. how many Watson threw. Yeah. I'm just right, going so with two. defense. Yep. Gotcha. Okay, Jordan one one all right it was three. Oh, three! you guys were pretty close i was waiting for like oh like seven or something like no, that. no i Those hated really the texans games. this year their defense sucked. i'm pissed the patriots lost to them because i think if they won that game i don't think they would have made the playoffs just because the afc was stacked i mean the seven seed was 11 and five they weren't made the playoffs but i would have liked to have finished eight and eight but whatever <laughs> um but yeah, three interceptions as a team. Their running game was terrible. I know they made that huge trade with Jordan's Cardinals, basically robbing or getting robbed, um, getting David Johnson for DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> Jordan Jordan loves that. But they were second to last in uh rush yards, third uh terrible. They weren't scoring any rush touchdowns. And the biggest stat I have on the Texans is they were two and eight in one possession game. So games I, I consider that eight points or less because you can get a two point yeah. conversion in this league. Yeah. So they were two and eight. In those eight losses, they only rushed for over 100 yards once. Uh, they only had one of those games. They had a positive turnover rate, which was plus one for the game. Uh, and in six of those games, they gave up over 150 rush yards. So, I I think this team with that quarterback should have been way better than four and twelve. I they, their division was better. I think the Texans or the Texans, the Titans and the Colts had really good years. That you know those teams were firing on all cylinders. The Colts really stepped up this year, but you just can't do that with Deshaun Watson. So I see why he's asking for a trade. The franchise just isn't going in the right direction. So that was kind of my surprise in a negative way. I I knew we were going to expect somewhat of a downfall, just trading their, their franchise, their other franchise player, Deandre Mm -hmm. Hopkins. But I just, that, that's a, that's a surprise for me in a negative way.
1: I I can get a fun fact.
0: JJ Watt. Yeah.
2: JJ Watt had one of those three interceptions. So. Of course okay. he did.
1: Of course yeah, he did. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. I, 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 I still want J.J. Watt yeah. to complete the Holy Trinity in Pittsburgh. Give the me,
2: Steelers, yes.
1: Yes. Give me that, please. Yes, sir. Give me that. Also, because, I mean, T.J. Watt and J.J. Watt on either side of the football, uh, the the, uh, the defensive line, that's scary. That's legitimately scary. Very. Very. That
0: Pittsburgh defense and would I think be scary
2: and they need an edge rusher cuz Bud Dupree's a free agent and I don't think they're going to bring him back. They could franchise tag him, but they most likely might franchise tag Juju, you know. Exactly. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But it's it's just cuz Juju's so young. He's still what 23, 24, 23, going into yeah. this year like he's not. Yeah, he's he's still really young It wouldn't be that bad of an idea to franchise so- someone that young and make sure like, hey, get your head straight. We're not
0: as good as we think we are. Let's go. <laughs> Fair so, point. Corvette, Corvette. Quarterback, quarterback. Mm. <laughs> What's your opinion on that, Ross? You you, you kind of rolled your eyes a little bit. On Juju? Juju, Claypool, that kind of wide receiving. They're talented, boy.
1: but I don't like them. They're just... Uh, uh, also, I just hate TikTok in, in general. <laughs> despise it. Absolutely yeah. despise it. And so, it's... I'm not going to be the, the the old man that goes shut up and play football. But at the same time, uh, you're getting your ass whooped. And you lost five games in a row. Um... Maybe don't do some stupid dancing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, at the least I know it doesn't really correlate to the actual game itself, but we can all agree that it's at the very least a bad image and a bad public perception at the very least.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. Um, and I actually said it before the year. I think someone asked me who my favorite pl- – who, which player in the NFL I would like to hang out with. And I was like, Juju, he's around like our age, cool guy, seems nice. I followed him on Twitter. He was funny. He spit facts. And then kind of the whole – tiktok thing he kind of stopped though it was claypool when he started just kind of running his mouth well when claypool
1: did the the browns of the browns and that that,
0: oh that yeah no that was that was juju oh
1: oh, sorry yeah that was juju it was Claypool talking smack after they lost right after the game it was
0: like they were talking shit to juju it's like what do you expect (laughs) you're getting shit on you talk shit about them like what what do you want like you want you want a participation trophy i don't know probably yeah (laughs) cool um nice well I guess transitioning into kind of the next topic did anyone else have any negative surprises anything they wanted to talk about talk about more in depth about you Lock season? pissed
1: me off but i don't want to talk about that <laughs>
0: all right we can we can save that for therapy i talked about
1: um, that enough through this season my my co-host alex already gave me enough shit this season so oh let's 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 move I on have,
0: i have two words for you though cam newton <laughs> so yeah no no i don't know oh, oh
1: <laughs> they killed him at the super bowl they don't need to bring him onto his team damn it no
0: i don't want you getting cam Newton. i'm saying oh. that was what i needed therapy for this oh season. okay okay <laughs> i feel the pain i felt the pain it was i kind of tough it was literally it was like watching cam newton i felt like i was watching like rajon rondo play point guard because you just kept throwing bounce passes all the day all day and i was like at least dude, the first game was good doing? first game was good first and that seattle game was pretty good uh, he threw for almost 400 yards. And, and they all sucked. All sucked. And then they killed the Jets the last game of the year. I was expecting them to lose that game. Yeah, me too.
1: Well, they kind of had to come back against that one.
0: They did. They were down like 14-7, and then they went off at the end. <laughs> so Cam was probably just trying to earn a contract somewhere. Don't blame the guy. I, I think he's a funny dude. I'm um, telling you right I now, he's he never going.
1: He's never going to be brought in as an NFL starter. He's going to be a backup at best, and that's just where he
0: is. I agree. Um, I, I agree with that statement. But cool. Uh, I'm glad we're all on the same page here with pretty much everything. It seems like so far, um, but cool. Jordan, I don't know if you want to maybe start here with your favorite moment of the 2020 season. I think this is maybe possibly the best play of the year. So I'll let you get to it.
2: Yeah, it was actually voted as the Bridgestone play or Bri- what's the tire. Is it Bridgestone? It's Bridgestone, Bridgestone,
1: Bridgestone. Right? Bridgestone.
2: Yeah. It was voted Bridgestone Play of the year at the NFL honors this past Saturday. Hail Murray from Kyler to DeAndre Hopkins. And a lot of people give DeAndre credit for the catch. Unbelievable catch and triple coverage. But the way Kyler had to get himself a position, got pressure from the outside, did what he normally did where he drops back an extra three yards to scoot around. Almost gets sacked by Mario Addison. He's facing the sideline and right before he throws, does a 180 flip of his hips and uncorks it off balance down to DeAndre. He barely had to move. I think he took, like, three, like, barely sidesteps just to get his feet going and get a position and made an unbelievable catch. And to boot, Stephon Diggs had a touchdown catch with 32 seconds left in the game. So for them to get in that position in the first place and then make that play, that just shows, like, what this Cardinals team can do in clutch situations. Fun fact, that was also Kyler Murray's first Hail Mary ever in his career. So he's one for one in Hail Mary situations. Nice. Fun fact, um, and and the reason it's my favorite because everything after that was awful for the Cardinals. <laughs> uh, we had one, we had a good win against the Giants. Um, we had a decent win against the Eagles. That game was a lot closer than I thought, just because Jalen Hurts. There's barely any film on him. Um, DeAndre also had insane catches that game. So, but other than that, we went two and five at the end of the season. So that that's why it's my favorite because it's the best moment of our season. <laughs> so it's just best play of the year by far.
0: Nice, Ross. Anything? Any favorite moments you had? Yeah. I, I don't know if there's anything out of Denver, but no, no, and that it's, was it's, meant it's, as a shot. It, that no, was just... no, 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 no,
1: no. You're fine. This is definitely <laughs> not going to be out of Denver because I hated almost everything, starting with Von Miller getting injured the week before the season. But for me. It it happened in week five of the season. And it happened in the blowout loss for this team, too, to the Rams. But in the second quarter, uh, Kyle Allen, he gets injured. He took a shot from Jalen Ramsey, who comes back to the game after two years away from the field, after numerous surgeries, after almost having to lose his leg, almost losing his life. None other then your boy, Alex freaking Smith, yes. making his return to the league. And, oh, man, it wasn't the best game. He actually played pretty well in some of these games here. But yeah, it was that was just a cool moment like none other. Also, because shout-out to him for winning comeback player of the year, like he should have, called that at the beginning of the season. I'm happy I was able to, to, to at least get a couple things right this year. <laughs> but, man, that moment, I just felt so damn happy for the guy. It wasn't – I mean, there was, this season – tons of crazy plays tons of crazy performances tons of standout players but man just just for seeing what a person was able to overcome for me it has to be alex smith make his return to the gridiron has to be
0: i love it i love it i i agree that wasn't what i had as my moment but that was awesome let him to the playoffs too right I mean,
1: and, and then you I, know the goat taylor Heinicke took over exit i was gonna say xfl t- t- never t- t- die baby
0: that was yeah that was great fun fact i've been to an xfl game fun fact i'm Guardians jealous game. as hell <laughs> Good shit. Point. Hey,
1: but it's okay cuz uh shout out to the Houston Roughnecks, undefeated, uh was a 5 and 0 uncrowned XFL champs, okay. Put some respect on MVP J Walker as well. Fair,
0: fair <laughs> point. And didn't wasn't he the one that No, he went to the Panthers. He went to the Panthers right? and Panthers. then he played
1: decently in A game and then he got shit on with like mm-hmm. three interceptions that was let's not talk about that one yeah
0: it's okay we don't have to okay, Posi- good. positive vibes only good, 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 good. um but yeah no that i love the alex smith i and i i was enjoying taylor haneke play that football game in the, the i should have said that playoff game mm-hmm. i was kind of hoping alex smith did play just you know i wanted to see the guy get in there and, yeah and, and kind of get what he led them to but the taylor haneke show is pretty fun to watch he actually probably maybe arguably had the best game for a quarterback against the bucks in that playoff run
1: he did he hands he down, he yeah. did, and yeah, that—that's why he got two years, eight and a half million bucks, baby. Well, I mean, maybe we can give it to Aaron Rodgers for having the the best, the statistically and like game wise, he had the best performance. But I still want to give it to Taylor Haneke because I'm biased as hell.
0: Yeah, let's let's just roll with it. Aaron Rodgers has had enough good games in his career. He won an so MVP.
1: He I mean, did. what more do you want, man?
0: Yeah, I know. He he got what he got. Um, cool. Well, my favorite moment of the year was the Nickelodeon Bowl. Oh, um, the oh, Saints. Same- I'm just messing oh, with <laughs> you. Oh boy! MVP
1: Mitch Trubisky,
0: <laughs> MVP, baby. Let's Bar go! Spamming the vote. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that was a great moment, but that wasn't my favorite. Uh, my favorite moment was the Browns we were just talking about Browns making the playoffs and then just convincingly beating the Steelers. A uh, little bit of my bias, I guess. I'm not a Patriots Steelers rivalry has kind of become a thing over the last twenty years. Mm-hmm playing in the playoffs as often as they have. So it was kind of just nice. It was nice to see the Browns get into the playoffs after so many years of, you know, just misery and not getting in and good for Stefanski. No, no better guy deserved it. coach of the year for him. Um, But I just had that as kind of my, my moment of the year because they were able to get in last game of the year. It was a playoff atmosphere there. You saw Baker Mayfield slide for that last fourth down at the end uh, or that first down at the end, just to kind of seal the deal. They were pumped there. And then just what they did in that playoff game. I actually missed the first quarter. I was driving home from the Nickelodeon Bowl. Um, <laughs> was listening on the radio and just, you know, listening. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? I had to, like, walk into my house. I missed the whole first quarter. I mm-hmm. walked in. Or, I mean, I was listening on the radio. And I walked in and I'm like, is this, like, real life right now? And then the Steelers started to kind of come back a little bit. And I'm like, this would be the most Browns way to lose a playoff game. But they, they closed it out. Nick Chubb had a huge run at the end. So, just shout out to the Browns. They almost beat the chiefs too, that that a lot of people are going to forget about that with Chad Henney coming in the balls on him too. And Andy Reed to kind of win that game, but they almost mm-hmm. beat the chiefs too. So I think the Browns should be really proud of what they did this year. I think they're going to be hungry to come back next year. I think for them, it's going to be get to the AFC championship or bust because they got to the divisional round this year. They play in a really good, a really tough division. Lamar Lamar and the Ravens are going to be hungry. You know, the Steelers are going to be, you know, have a target on the Browns back for what they did to them in the playoffs. But just that was my favorite moment. Was just seeing a team like the Browns sneak, not even sneak their way, just get into the playoffs, win some convincing games throughout the regular season. Almost
1: choked it away in Browns fashion. They I mean, because did. losing to the Jets. <laughs> yeah, you had was the first time in in a crap in a long ass time you have the chances Browns to, to clinch a playoff spot. What'd you do? You lose to the Jets. Oh, man, that I, me and Alex, we we uh, we we were kind of mean to them that week. <laughs>
0: nah, that's fair. I they think deserved it would have been the it. most. It would have been the most Browns thing to do, kind of like I was saying, if they choked away that that playoff game. Thank they God were, they didn't. Were they right? They were ten and four. They were ten and four, yeah. and then thank lost God to the they Jets. didn't.
1: That would have been awful. No, yeah, awful. I'm happy they
0: won. Um, and then we were t- I said it a little bit earlier, but the one possession games, Browns were seven and two in one possession games this year. So mm-hmm. that's the difference between them and the Texans. You know, Texans win some of those closer games. Maybe they're in the playoffs this year as a wild card. Same with the Browns if they went two and eight or what they had nine games. So if they went two and seven instead of seven and two, they're sitting at home at six and ten again this year. So huge but you know baker did what he had to do it was a team effort this year really they didn't have one guy who really carried them no one had over a thousand yards receiving chubb did have a really good year but he was injured for four games so just, hey shout you know, out to the best really dude
1: in league. Chunt.
0: Chunt. 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 Yes. Chunt.
1: Yes. Uh, the league yes yes the worst word i've ever heard i love it <laughs>
0: <laughs> i love it too um anyone got any kind of last takes on the 2020 season i know we kind of reviewed a few teams here and there but any any last takes any last hits on that before we kind of get into some 2021 predictions and our qb carousel
1: last hit i just okay here we go Let me let me lay it down for you last hit is that i mean it might be nothing new but it's something that uh, my my guy Alex was talking about um, on the show that we recorded last night, posted uh, today, or at least on the day of recording this, yep. is that Roger Goodell doesn't give a shit about anything. The NFL doesn't give a shit about public perception. They <laughs> and um, I just thought that was funny. They like if the NBA had like all this COVID stuff go down and like having to rebook all these games and ruin bye weeks and have this practice squad player start as a quarterback. The NBA would... would their public perception would tank. If the MLB that, their public perception would tank. But nothing stops the NFL training, baby. It's all about those dollar-dollar bills. And, um... Roger Goodell is just kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, we're, in, we're if not you a can... pro-Goodell podcast. You oh. Know. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, if you are a pro-Goodell p- podcast, I don't care... Who you are, I'm gonna call you out because you're part of the problem. You're in a bunch of filthy enablers, okay?
0: <laughs> Fair point. Fair Sorry, point. I let Fair me point.
1: get off my soapbox. I just really hate Goodell.
0: <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. That's why we're here. That's why we that's why we like having guests on. and get the new perspective. I know Jordan and I aren't the biggest Goodell fans. Uh we haven't really been too yeah. much haters, but I, I I love it. I love it. I'm
1: a I, I am am hands down a hater. If you want to call me a hater, I'm not going to disagree with you because you're right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Love it, Jordan. Um, just this is
2: honestly probably the best season in NFL history, even with all the COVID stuff. Just because new teams got into the playoffs, we the page. I'm sorry to say this, but the Patriots dynasty is kind of regressing, and it's pretty much going kind away. Kind of. Um, no, yeah. <laughs> the, I'm going to say it because the, there are a lot of defenders that they didn't have this year that yeah. they're getting back next year. Yeah, that's better. And I think hopefully, very hopefully. overlooked. So, um, hopefully, we'll see. But um, we saw the Buccaneers and Tom Brady get after it. Uh, obviously, the Browns getting into the playoffs. We saw guys that have never really done anything spectacular before do spectacular things. Most specifically, Josh Allen, uh, Baker Mayfield. Um, Justin Jefferson had a great rookie year, James Robinson, Justin Herbert. So we got pretty much everything we wanted to see in an NFL season. And the way it happened was absolutely incredible. So uh, for me, it's the best season in a long
0: time, if not ever. I kind of want to go off of that. This is kind of my late hit and I hate to say it. But when the Patriots don't have Tom Brady, I think, and you said, Jordan, this might have been the best season in NFL history, probably as long as we can remember. When the Patriots don't have Tom Brady, I think the NFL's better. The AFC was wide open this year. I mean, the Dolphins missed out on the playoffs at 10-6 and six, with seven teams getting in. That's that's wild. That's nuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's I think it's good for football. I think it's going to be an interesting year. We have great talent coming out of college. I mean, Todd McShay released his 2.0 mock draft today. He had like four quarterbacks going in the first four picks. Like it's it's crazy. It's going to be the the talent level is like nothing like we've seen. the The spread of power. I mean, the Bucks one is a five seed. We haven't seen a wild card team win it since the the Green Bay pack. Or no, sorry, the Ravens in 2012. But mm-hmm. a team that didn't win their division was the Packers in 2010. So. You know the the, the spread of powers right there. I mean, a, a difference between a two seed and a five seed, or even a two seed and a seven seed. I mean, the Colts almost upset the Bills in the first the first playoff game of the year. It's it's crazy. So I'm excited to see what 2021 brings. So I just you know I hope the Patriots are kind of back in the realm of things. I hope they can kind of sneak their way back into the playoffs. But I don't think they're going to be as dominant as they were in the Tom Brady days.
1: I just hope the Broncos are injured to
0: shit. <laughs> hey, you never know. You never know. <laughs> I think you guys could ha- you guys could make a run, but who knows? Um, and then six,
1: here we come! Hey, please, hey, it
0: could happen. It could happen. Please. <laughs> That's all I want. I really happen. thought
2: they were a playoff team this year. I they did had too. A shot. Well, I, I she-
1: did too until everyone died.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my Stop. god, we got to get you on more, roster. You're, you're, you're <laughs> awesome. You know your shit. You're funny. You fit right in with us. We love oh, you. you
1: guys are just flattering me. Okay, awesome. if no, it wasn't yeah. for this super bright light in front of me, I'd be blushing.
0: awesome cool well um i think we want to play a little bit of a fun game and go into qb carousel yes we know we have a ton of kind of qbs out on the market we don't even know which teams are going to be trading qbs so let's just kind of i guess go one by one maybe just five teams, and who you think is going to be their quarterback next year. Do you guys want to go one by one? We'll just kind of go in a circle. Ooh, a ooh I love a good circle time. Love a, right. love a circle right. time. Okay. More you, more want, you want you want me to start this time? I feel like I haven't started. Dude, much, so start one. Started. You're the host all of the right. show,
1: man. You start. All right. All right.
0: All right. Let me, let me pull it up here. I want to see where I want Sorry, to start. Sorry, right. Actually, I
1: didn't way. mean to disrespect you, Jordan. I don't know how. Oh, I'm not, <laughs> no,
0: it's fine. I'm no, not Jordan. trying to
1: come in here and in, all right, drive a wedge between you guys, okay? I'm going to drive one of you guys out. I'm going to take over my next show now and – you no, know, we got you. you're you're host Ross of the heartane Podcast. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Jordan <laughs> and I have been boys, what Jordan? Six years now, freshman year years. college. So you're, you're a senior, yes. right? You're yes, a senior sir. in college. So yeah, hold on to your friends. They're they're dear they're near and dear to my heart. So For sure. love, oh,
1: yeah. power positivity on the show. I sure. love it
0: yes yes and like hey. i said we had we had college buddies on well last week so so stay in touch with your college friends everyone out there listening they're all especially good especially during your pandemic yes yes eh. absolutely hey but <laughs> hey
1: enough ado man let's hear those picks let's do all let's right. hear it
0: so 2021 i'm gonna start out kind of on a predictable route an easy route i think deshaun watson will be on the miami dolphins next year okay okay Right. It's,
1: for me i would prefer him on the dolphins i guess if we want to go with the most recent reports it's likely the jets if anything um you. but the dolphins would honestly be the best landing spot so i agree with you on that here we go okay jordan yeah, go you're it. talking about gardner Minshew and the jacks so gardner Minshew, yeah will be on the denver broncos next season oh okay
0: Ooh. okay Ooh
1: not okay. saying I want it, but it's probably going to happen.
0: I think he fits the Denver vibe <laughs> see, pretty well. See, it's
1: not like I don't want him. It's just that I, – or I don't not want him. I just think they could do – I was actually disappointed when the Rams got staffed with those bastards. That's mm. what happens when you're a team that's willing to never have a first-round draft pick ever again.
0: <laughs> Fair. Fair. So they literally traded their last first-round draft pick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah 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 <laughs> pretty much uh jordan what you got so i'm
2: gonna i'm gonna give you guys the option between Ooh. option one or option two jack okay. option one or option two
0: option let's go option one option one
2: ross option one or option two you can say two if you want
1: well can get Option two, yeah, just give me two.
2: Option two, okay, cool.
0: That didn't mean anything. I just oh. want to fuck with you guys. Are you bastard? Um, Jordan's just wasting oh. time.
1: I know, right? I he, because he doesn't have a good choice. He's trying to like spin the. Cons <laughs> he's thinking in his brain. about it while he's asking <laughs> right? for options, right? <laughs>
0: It's like when you come up with a multiple choice answer on the spot and you're like, A, Tom Brady. B, Jameis Winston. C, uh, 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 hey, you're Drew, not slick. Drew Manning.
1: You're not slick, Jordan. We're onto you, okay? So, so <laughs> yeah. just, I hear you. just spit it out.
2: <laughs> so let, let me do a two for one. I'll give my number one and I'll give my number two. Go for you it. You guys mentioned both of them. Deshaun Watson will be a Denver Bronco. And I've said this on a couple of Don't podcasts. tease me like this. No,
0: he has a theory. And uh, was it? They, uh, someone uh, sliced apples. Yes. That's Don't get so, my hopes Jordan, up, bro. Jordan rolled me... the
2: it. <laughs> yeah. Alex from the Slice Apples podcast brought it up. And I never thought about the Broncos as a good spot. But out of all the teams, they probably have the best balance of cap space, the best balance of player capital to use. <laughs> they have a lot of players on the defense and a lot of players on the offense that they can give keep up. Keep talking. Keep they talking. Wouldn't, yeah. yep. They wouldn't have to give up as many draft picks. And if he does go there, and let's say they re-sign Garrett Bowles, who was a top five offensive lineman in the league this year, you get Deshaun Watson, a solid offensive line, especially with Lloyd Cushenberry going into his second year. Hey, shout out to Don
1: Risner, left guard.
2: Yes, Don Risner too. He's awesome. Love that guy. Um, then you get Noah Fant, who's getting, who got better every game that he played. Jerry Judy, who showed flashes. You bring back Cortland Sutton back to the number one receiver role. Uh, I said either keep Lindsay or Gordon. I don't think they work well together, but keep by Lindsay. themselves, they're keep great. I, I agree, keep Lindsay. A thousand-yard season, his first two seasons, first undrafted rookie ever to do that. Melvin Gordon just fumbles.
1: Um, yeah. Philip Lindsay's. Uh, knock on wood. Philip Lindsay's never fumbled.
2: Yep. He's – Philip Lindsay's a tank. I, I think he's the guy, and he's so much faster. Like, he's got surprising speed.
1: Also, um, the Denver guy,
0: too.
2: Yes, exactly. He
0: also looks like Steph Curry. Yes, oh, he does. He does. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, if you give up someone on the offense, maybe an offensive lineman or you give away Tim Patrick, who was really good this year um, down the stretch, maybe you get rid of Cortland. I think that would be bad, but th- you got to do what you can to get Deshaun Watson, who's the top three quarterback in this league. Um, and even on the defensive side, if they bring back Von Miller, you got Miller and Bradley Chubb, um, AJ Johnson, one of the most underrated linebackers in the league. Dream Jackson and Justin Simmons, unbelievable on the back no end. No more A.J.
1: Boye. Thank God. No more he A.J. Boyer.
2: Bryce Callahan, the best slot corner in the NFL. Um Thank This you. is a team Thank that – yeah, he's <laughs> awesome. Love Bryce Callahan. If you bring Deshaun Watson in there, that goes from a team that, like, edges out a couple of games to winning a lot more games and being a playoff team and arguably giving the Chiefs and Chargers a run for their money on who's going to be top dog in that division next year.
0: Um, also, just imagine Mahomes and Watson twice a year. That would be Mahomes nuts. and Herbert. Twice. I mean, we already have Mahomes and Herbert twice a year, but Herbert and Watson twice a year. Watson just, and
1: Derek Carr. Oh Derek wait, wait, Carr, wait, wait, wait. My bad. My bad. Maybe my Marcus bad. Mariota. And, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> and
0: Mahomes. I
1: think there's an odd man out at that point.
0: <laughs> yeah, a little bit.
2: Yeah. So I think out of the best spot overall for Deshaun Watson to go is the Broncos. I do think he will go to the Jets just based on rumors and where he wants to go. Mm-hmm. And the Jets are in a rebuild, so he's going to be the catalyst on that. Um, but the Broncos are probably the most playoff-ready team that he could go to that needs a quarterback besides what? obviously uh, – The Dolphins are – I just <laughs> – I think it would be stupid to give up Tua when he's so early in his career. Look at Josh Give Allen. him time.
1: Give him, give him time, time damn year. it. Don't move yeah. on from Tua. Thank you. Don't move on yeah. from Tua. Hey, can we give a guy more than 10 games a season? Facts. More? Like, pl- please? Like, same thing with with uh, Drew Locke. Can we give him two seasons to, to develop as a quarterback? Two? Yeah. That's all I'm asking for. Two. Two.
2: Exactly. And he was hurt most of his first year. When he played, they were 4-1. and one. So, Drew Locke's a good QB. He just needs a scheme that actually fits what he wants to do, and he needs time. So... And, and he was he was out because of COVID. He was injured a couple of times this year. So The shoulder injury he suffered against the Steelers. Yeah, exactly. So he's never had a full NFL season. So that's why I feel bad about saying Deshaun to the Broncos. But if the Broncos want to be a playoff now team, they have to pursue Deshaun Watson. I'm not saying Drew Lock can't get it done, but Drew Locke still threw 15 picks. So that's the, one, that's the one part where I'm like, eh. But to roll into number two, because you guys brought up Gardner Minshew going to the Broncos, I have them going to Washington football team. And hear okay. me out on
0: this. The all-meme quarterbacks, yes. Heineke and Gardner. Yes. So they
2: that that would be a good tandem between the two because Gardner and T- uh, Taylor Heineke are very similar players. They're sneaky quick. They can throw the deep ball, very efficient in the short pass, and are just game, good game managers. And I hate using that term, but that's kind of what they are. Um, Gardner Minshew in that offense would have Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson – Logan Thomas, have a very good offensive line, a very good defense to back him up, tools he's never had before that would really help him out. And the football team would not have to give up that much. Seeing that the Jaguars are going to get Trevor Lawrence, they could give up a third or fourth round pick and maybe a player or a future pick also. And Jordan,
1: you're overlooking someone real quick on a part of the Washington football team too, please. Ron Rivera, he's going to get a legitimate head coach. Legitimate head coach. Ron Rivera deserves more credit for what, what he's done with this team.
2: Yeah, and he was arguably if Stefanski didn't have the year he did, he could have been in the coach of the year conversation. I doubt he would have won it. McDermott, but he definitely, McDermott and, then, and Flores would have been ahead of him and for Flores. sure. But, but those four, least, those four, yeah, in the conversation. Um, you know, and you give him those tools, and you give him what he's never had in his NFL career. Minchu could be a top twelve quarterback in this league just based on efficiency. Uh, he's not going to put up crazy stats. I doubt he'll throw for over thirty five hundred yards. But he's going to be super efficient with the football, won't throw a lot of picks, won't take a lot of sacks, and if he has to throw it away, that's the decision he's going to make. And he was doing that his rookie year. A lot of rookies want to make the big-time play. They want to chuck the ball downfield. They want to try to see if they can sling the ball across the field, backside. Gardner Mitchell does not do that. He's a smart quarterback, and you put him on a good team like Washington, and I'm surprised I'm even saying that after they go 7-9, but they're a young team that's developing. And Ron Rivera getting a second-year coaching, finally cancer-free, and can spend more time on football. That team's going to be insane if they get Gardner Minshew, and I think that's going to be a trade, and they're going to get it on a bargain. They're going to get it very, they're going to get him very cheap because the Jaguars won't need him.
1: No, the, you got Mike Glenn as a backup for cheap, and then you're going Trevor Lawrence. It's that simple. Yep.
0: Oh, okay. Can I go next? Because I, I actually have a, a quarterback for the Jaguars. Yes. Not going to be their starter. I think this guy could be a very good bridge quarterback. I are going
1: to say Cam Newton?
0: Or them. I'm going to say Cam Newton. Oh! I, I think Cam Newton will be a Jacksonville Jaguar. I think he'll be a good bridge quarterback. Is he going to – maybe he'll start week one and two. But I I just think it, it fits. He likes the warm weather. He's from that area. He played at some college ball at Florida originally. I think it's a good fit for them. They can get him for cheap. That franchise kind of isn't going anywhere right now. Even if they do get Trevor Lawrence, I don't see them jumping up and making the playoffs. So I think they can get someone for cheap, someone with playoff experience and someone who can just kind of have that veteran presence on the team. His teammates in New England liked him. He wasn't the best quarterback. He didn't have the best year. Um, but his teammates here liked him. Bill Belichick liked him, which I know Belichick is very strict with his standards and things like that. I don't have the numbers like Jordan does, and mm-hmm. I'm not the football guy, but just kind of a hunch. I just feel like it's, it, I just see it. I see Urban Meyer getting along with him. I see it. him being kind of a leader for Trevor Lawrence, very similar to Trevor Lawrence, number one overall, probably number one overall pick. Uh, won a college national championship, was the guy coming out of school. So very similar situations. I think he could be a very good mentor for Trevor Lawrence. So I think I think Cam Newton just heading to Jacksonville, maybe starting a game or two just to kind of get it rolling. Because if Lawrence is going to be your franchise guy, you don't need to just throw him out there to the Wolves right away. It's it's not a bad thing to baby guys every once in a while. It is twenty twenty one.
1: Exactly. I love that. That's exactly. awesome. I'm cool with that. Yeah, it it wouldn't be the worst thing. As long as he's not going to have to be the guy. Nah. because he's not. But here <laughs> no, go. I want to no, give no. you a couple of <laughs> quarterbacks real quick that there are two guys that I am guaranteeing that they don't go to the, a different team than they're on right now. And okay. those two quarterbacks is going to be Dak Prescott and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Those Ooh. guys are staying put. They're not going anywhere right now. Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's staying on the dolphins because he's, he proved he could be a starter at the very least. When you keep Tua, when you keep Tua, Ryan's going to be a good backup for him still, okay? And Dak Prescott, Dallas, Jerry, we saw how god-awful you were without him, and we saw how good you could be with him. Just give him the $40 million a year. Screw the franchise tag. Just pay him, okay? Just just pay the man because you could afford it, okay? Jerry, you could afford it in, in Jerry's world, okay? Just pay the man. Pay Dak Prescott. He deserves it. It's, it's two. those are two really easy choices that
0: they just go with it. Just go with it, man. I agree. I, I think, I think if they franchise him, I think he's gone after this year.
1: There's no I way he, they if they don't him. Lo- get him to a five year deal. This off, this, 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 uh, off season it's done.
0: It's over. I agree. I agree. I think if they franchise him, they're just screwing themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: and you saw how much better Zeke played with Dak on the field. When he was gone, Zeke didn't get going until the last two games of the year.
1: Both of them need each other. Both of them need each other. Zeke is not good without Dak. Dak is not good without Zeke. Keep them together also doesn't have that Zeke's production has only gone down every single season. So that could be troubling, uh, but uh, sum it up. Pay Ryan Fitzpatrick that that good, good money and pay Dak Prescott that shit ton of money. That's all
0: shout out Harvard University Ryan Fitzpatrick Hey <laughs> <laughs> All right you want to you want to continue though Ross uh, do you do you have another hey. carousel okay. QB you want to go for you're, Here you are on a Hot streak right now
1: Here we go Okay y'all want to get wild Y'all want to get for wild it. Let's go for it. get fucking wild Okay Russell Wilson he's leaving Seattle this year Russell Wilson Whoa! is out of Seattle this year. And you want to know where he's going to end up?
0: Oh, my God. I'm cringing. He... Did you say the
1: Eagles? I swear to God. No, Wait. no, 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 no. Oh, God. I was going to say. Hey, Jack.
0: I Well, okay. Hey, Jack. Go for it. Go for
1: it. He's going to the Patriots.
0: Wow. Okay. Okay. Yes. Let Russ cook.
1: No, 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 no. Okay, let's take a chill pill there. Let's not let Russ cook because we saw how well that played out last season. True, Ever since yeah, we he... started, as soon as we started <laughs> the whole let Russ cook bullshit, they sucked. So yeah. you go to New England, you go to a coach that has all the pitches in the world. Tom Brady was his fastball. Every pitcher needs his two-seamer or four-seamer. That was Tom Brady for Bill Belichick. Sure, he can do other things, but he needs a quarterback. he He's complete with a quarterback. That quarterback is going to be Russell Wilson. He's he. We saw what what Josh McDaniels could was doing with, uh, with, with um Cam Newton early in the season, and now Russell Wilson's not a guy that's going to be able to do all these quarterback draws and stuff like that and, and, and little read options. But he's a guy that's going to be able to move the defense with his feet. And I like what they did with the mobile quarterback in Cam Newton, and the. New England New England has hands down the better offensive line than what they have in Seattle. Very. And New England could still be a good team. Russell Wilson's your answer.
0: I I, I would love it. I would love it. I think he is a better he definitely has a better arm than than Cam. Uh, he's mobile. He doesn't need to be as mobile though. The offensive line is better. There's a few guys like Tooney might be leaving this year. It's, I can see him as kind a kind of Bill a Belichick guy too. But I yeah, I, I think he fits the scheme very well. Uh, if he gets Edelman back, I think that would be huge. They have the cap space for his contract. They could even probably still sign a wide receiver. Nikhil Harry and doesn't like we were suck. Saying, Nikhil Harry isn't terrible. He's not. He probably wasn't worth time. the first round give, pick. No, but no, no. give him time. But I, I think I mean Jacoby Meyer stepped up in a big way for them this year. Demir Bird wasn't terrible. He's got some speed. So if they got a guy who can throw him the deep ball, like Russ maybe I, I would really like that and the run game solid damian harris had a really good year love i know damian. a lot of people love to give sony michelle shit but he was just kind of injured he helped yeah. them win a super bowl he was yeah. a big x factor in why they won in 2018 100%. because he was able to pound the ball james white is a free agent but i think if they could get him back on a cheaper contract with russ i think they would really blend well together because i i know russ has had like carson and he had Marshawn lynch he had some really good running backs but i don't think he ever had like a three back like kind of plateau or like guys that he could dump the ball off. i know carson was was pretty good at receiving but i think that would be great for the patriots
1: how's that for hot
0: i love it i love that's it that's great i love awesome. it dude. hey Jordan, i, I told you early too, in this one i was going
1: to try to challenge you okay yeah, I-, I like <laughs> consider that. that a challenge
0: okay go okay ahead. <laughs> go ahead jordan because i have some hot ones too but i want, want you to go first
2: how about this for a challenge Carson Wentz gets traded mm-hmm. to bad. the Indianapolis Colts. We can <laughs> kind of assume that. Yeah. But what do the Eagles get in return? Jacoby Brissett. Ooh. Hear me out. Great backup and great starter option in case Jalen Hurts isn't playing well. Wentz goes to Indianapolis, reunites with Frank Reich, and Jacoby Brissett goes to Philadelphia and reunites with head coach Nikki S. So I think Jacoby Brissett going there is a good uh, insurance option just in case Jalen Hurts does not fit the bill next year. And Wentz going to Indianapolis, they are a playoff team, and they will be one of the best teams in the NFL next year. I give Carson Wentz a lot of shit. I don't think he's a great quarterback, but I also don't think he's helped out by the scheme that he's in. He's been in a different scheme nearly every single year that he's been in the NFL. And his best season was with Frank Reich in an offense that suited him. Be able to go vertical, be able to dump the ball off to running back in a flat route, and use different style players in every single way possible. Like Torrey Smith. They had Jordan Matthews that year. Alshon Jeffrey. Um, I'm missing another really good receiver they had that Super Bowl run.
0: But um Zach Ertz, but I know he's a tight end. Oh, yeah,
2: Zach, Zach Ertz, mm-hmm. insane. Now you bring him to Indianapolis, who has Three solid tight ends in Jack Doyle, Mo Alley Cox, Trey Burden. You give him a T.Y. Hilton, who's a veteran receiver, Michael Pittman, who was grossly underrated last year, Zach Pascal, some of the best hands in the league, and then Jonathan Taylor and Naeem Hines, plus the best offensive line in the league. Or hey, least Jordan, are the you saying offensive line. the
1: steal of the draft, Jonathan Taylor? Because that's who he is. Yes. I said that. I said that a number of weeks ago. I'm still going with it.
2: Yeah. And it's. That's going to be a really good team, especially with that defense, if they get Carson Wentz, because I think Wentz with Reich is really good. And then the Eagles automatically become better because Jalen as a starter was very good. And then Brissett is good to come in in those tight situations where you need that relief quarterback like we saw with the Dolphins. And if Brissett needs to start, he will compete and do well in that Eagles offense, especially with Nicky S. Yes there.
0: Okay. We call Nick Sirianni Nicky S, yes, and that was before that video. I just kind of rolled with it because okay. I was like, that's what the Philly cheesesteak guys are going to call me. and be like, hey, Nicky S, yes. Nicky S, yes. fire his ass after they go like six and ten this season. They're just going to. And rip them a new one so, Love it. Fun fact, fun fact, Ross. I actually lived in Philly for about a year. Right. I'm after sorry. Graduation. So yeah, it wasn't great. That's why I came back to Massachusetts. So, um yeah.
1: I'm even more sorry that you <laughs> felt. That's how you know Philadelphia is bad when you're happy to go back to Massachusetts. Oh,
0: <laughs> exactly. And live at home Jeez, with my parents dude. again. Yeah. It's oh, great. even worse. Yeah. I'm
1: just playing. Love you, mom. Yeah. <laughs>
0: My parents listen to this podcast. They they're great. So oh, uh, you guys are the best. Jack, I love your mom's yeah. cookies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My mom gave us a review on on Apple Podcast. So shout out mom. Hurry shout up and Mama kick Bradley. Jack out. Cool. Yep. <laughs> um. Cool. Well. Wow, wow. A lot of bold takes. Um. I guess I got a two part or two. Please. Um. Just kind of this kind of goes hand in hand. So, the Minnesota Vikings I think are going to trade Kirk Cousins to the 49ers and that's one of the ones I think is going to be big. I think Kurt, War- or Kurt Warner, wow, it's late. Kurt Cousins <laughs> wants to go back the out there. I pick up Kurt Warner. I know, right? I think, I think Kurt Cousins would fit that offense really well. I know he's getting older in age. He has a really good arm, but I think with the – kind of just the versatility, I know we are talking about that earlier, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, uh, that – running back attack that they have over there in San Francisco, I think would be really good for Kirk cousins. Cause he doesn't necessarily have to be the guy. They showed that they could get to the super bowl with Jimmy G as their starting quarterback. Um, so I think Kirk cousins is a step above that. And I think if he can stay healthy, I think he would be good for that team. Again, veteran presence on that roster. Kind of like I was saying with Cam Newton, he'd be a really good veteran presence. Um, don't really have too much to say there because uh, this is where kind of the bold, bold take goes. Um, remember that Russell Wilson guy we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. I think he goes to the Minnesota Vikings. Wow. I don't really know how it happens, but I think that would be insane. Imagine Russ, Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, uh, Justin Jefferson, Irv Smith Jr. That whole tandem together. Could you imagine that? Could you That'd just nice. imagine that? I don't know how it would happen. I don't know all the logistics that need to happen, but that team reminds me a lot of a Seattle team with Lockett and DK. He would have two guys who would just uh, received for over a thousand yards and probably a top three or five running back in the league so a candidate for offensive player i will take there but don't, I don't know. mind
1: that and i did like teddy bridgewater a similar style of quarterback when he was in minnesota so mm-hmm. i think that's all oh oh that looks so
0: russell wilson i don't know purple. about russ and purple but russ and purple oh i don't know but I, I mean, especially I don't know I don't have. But also, Rogers I didn't know on... about
1: Tom Brady in red, in like the yeah, red kind of brown, shiny, shiny brown bronze thing. whatever the yeah whatever that color is called,
0: whatever color it is. And I don't and I don't have a landing spot for Rodgers. I do think he'll stay in Green Bay. I don't Same. think he's going anywhere. But I don't know if Ross, if you have a different opinion of that. But I just think that I'm... makes the NFC North a lot more interesting
1: i Um, really want to see
0: ends up in minnesota
1: really want to see rogers gone really want to see him but i just don't see a trade package being put together for him if if the people are having problems trying to match what the eagles are asking for carson wentz if people are having problems well i mean people aren't having problems matching what the houston texans want necessarily the texans just are still dead sound keeping him for some reason but okay hear me out hear me out I know that the Falcons said that they're not going to be trading uh, Matt Ryan or Julio Jones. Mm -hmm. But I disagree with that because they should. I I gave a whole spiel about this. I think it was about week 11 or so. Um, It was back in November when when I first had this take. And I'm sticking with it. I've been dead set on this, even with the news from the Falcons, that they don't want to trade him. I'm still going to go with this because I'm a stubborn piece of shit. But – Matt Ryan will be traded, and he will rejoin his former offensive coordinator in Shanahan with the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. I've been saying this for three months now. I'm not going to stop now. He is going to the Bay Area. Wow. I love that. I love the combo because Shanahan was not the problem with the Falcons when he left to go get his head coach spot. He has a fantastic offense. Matt Ryan, one of the better quarterbacks in the league when he actually has some help. He's a solid quarterback, and now he's no Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford is always going to be the most underrated quarterback in the NFL. Matt Ryan, close second. Put him with the Niners. The Niners are healthy. The Niners... Could go back to the Super Bowl.
0: I like it. I mean, I think, I think, I think Matt Ryan is better than Kirk Cousins, Um, hands down,
1: hands, hands down.
0: down. So I think that would be a great fit too. I, I thought Cousins would be a good fit, but I didn't even think. I love the 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 reunion. I'm going with it. I'm staying with it.
1: I like that. And
0: and the only the only thing too, I think of Matt Ryan for some reason. I don't think this will happen. Philadelphia. He's from Pennsylvania originally. I don't know if that could ever be a possibility. I don't know if the I know. the Falcons I didn't have a trade that. offer though with that. Yeah, that, that's not one of my. That's not one of my like predictions. I was just. I felt like that was kind of like rumored at one point though that that could happen. That's fair. Um, but I, I don't think it will. But it, okay, I just thought that okay. was up there. That's not one of my five. <laughs> that's that's not. I just I kind of heard that once, but cool. Um, but one I like that. Would- one.
2: Yeah, the one thing with the 49ers is that when Jimmy G has played a full season, they got to the Super Bowl. The first year he was in San Fran, he goes undefeated. Then he his second year he goes two and one before his injury mm-hmm. as a starter. Then they go thirteen and three and get to the Super Bowl. And then they go uh what what was it? They were one and one before he got hurt, and then he was pretty yeah. much done for the entire year. Pretty much. Um so and he played the Cardinals and the Jets. There's not yeah. much to go oh, off oh, there. Oh, with
0: the Patriots. He went he went so they went two and out.
2: Oh, they went two. Yeah. Oh no, no. I'm talking about last this oh, past year, 2020. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jimmy G does not lose a lot as a starter. So I'm not saying he's gonna be a world beater and he's See. gonna be the best quarterback in the league, but I think he works perfectly in the 49ers offense. So my counter to I that is that Jimmy G.
1: Why I'm not sold on Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, wow, you're almost you're not really gonna lose a game because of Jimmy Garoppolo. You're not going to win the game because of Jimmy Garoppolo. And that's where I feel his sh- where, where his shortcomings from. Because if I want a if I need a quarterback to go down two minutes to go in the game, no timeouts, we're down by a touchdown, we need a score. I'm Jimmy Garoppolo is n- gonna be nowhere near that list of quarterbacks that I want. If I want a quarterback that could be a game manager and he I mean, the only reason he was successful in that postseason run is because they're running for at least two hundred yards a game. Okay, any t- any quarterback is is going to be good in that situation. So, it could be, what we're saying, it could be a different conversation if Jimmy Garoppolo completed that pass to Emmanuel Sanders and, and didn't overthrow him in Super Bowl 54. We're not having this conversation that happens. But it didn't happen. I'm not a fan of Jimmy G. It's at least not for the money he's making.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah,
2: but at the end of the day, like, he is a winner. Like, he's only lost, in games he started, I think he's only lost five games yeah. in his NFL career. I can't debate that. I can't debate so that. And a lot a lot of that is the defense. Robert Sala had a great system set up. With, like, half the defense's backups this year, they were still the number four defense. Um, number four the defense of the JV team. Get, I, I, exactly. I doubt they bring Solomon Thomas back because he, he didn't really do well. And he was the number three overall pick a couple years back. Um, look out for Solomon Thomas in free agency. I think wherever he goes, he's going to dominate. Um, but that defense is going to be back to full strike next year. I think it's a mistake if they don't bring it back, but at the same time could be good just from a money perspective. So, but other quarterbacks that are coming back, Jameis Winston for the Saints. Has to. Um, who Who else do I have? Um, I think that was it for quarterbacks. Oh, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. I think the big staple names are going to stay for the most part. But someone I think might go to the Pats is actually Ryan Fitzmagic, uh, the Fitzpatrick there. And I think they draft Kyle Trask. I think Mac Jones. There's going to be a lot of negative uh, media around him. There's been some stuff coming up. They have about... him
0: moving up though. Like McShay had him 12th, and that's before the Pats even pick. Like I think yeah. they had the Panthers or somebody trading up for him.
2: Yeah, they had the, – in his in Mel Kuyper's, uh, they traded up for Trey Lance at number three. Mm-hmm. I didn't see Mac Jones on his, but um, – It's on
0: 12, I believe, but I – 12, I have, okay. Yeah.
2: That's okay. Uh, but my, my point about um, – what's his face? freaking Mac Jones is that there's been nothing really positive being said about his locker room or just his attitude in general. Interesting. Um, and also he had the absolute best talent around him in Alabama. I don't like. That's why when I see him going so high, I'm like, why? Like, he's he doesn't have like he's a he's a good quarterback with the weapons around him. But if you're a team looking to rebuild, which is what most teams are if they're drafting a quarterback in the first or second round, he's not going to be able to develop into the NFL schemes the way you're going to expect him to. So I think magic goes to the Patriots and someone that I think is going to be a lot better than people think he will be is Kyle Trask who. I was talking to Jack when we were talking Heisman time. Like, I was shitting on Trask, but after watching some film and seeing, like, the type of balls he was throwing, uh, finding Kyle Pitts, his mobility in the pocket and outside the pocket, he's going to be a guy that I think would work well in the Pats offense. So you bring – I know we're not talking about the draft at all, <laughs> but you bring in Fitzpatrick to develop him a little bit, I think that works out, and I think Fitzpatrick is a perfect fit for the Pats for that reason.
0: I dig that. Okay. I dig that. That's like bad news
1: too. for that division, but I dig that.
0: Yeah, I like it too, and that means uh, Fitzmagic will have played with all four teams in the AFC East. So that would be something. And back to his back to his uh, alma mater state of Massachusetts. Cool. Did anybody? I've kind of lost track of count just because we're. Hey, really I think good I hit five. Here. Honestly, <laughs> um,
1: uh, that's. that's I, I'm like. gonna stick with those takes for now. I'm gonna stick okay. with that.
0: <laughs> Jordan, do you have any more? Because I had one no. one final one. I had a hit fifth it. one. You go for it. So for my New England Patriots, and I really do think the two that you guys said might be better. So we had a guy named Tom Brady and he left for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
1: Tom Brady to and the Patriots.
0: No, <laughs> uh, maybe next, maybe 2022. His contract's up. He only year right? deal. Um, but uh, the guy he replaced, I think might be a good fit in New England potentially Jameis Winston to the Patriots. I've been on this hype train before the playoffs started. I thought that maybe something might work out. I don't know why I like that move, but for some reason I think he can. His LASIK maybe helped him. Maybe he won't throw thirty interceptions. I think they they can sign him and they can maybe sign a Godwin or an Allen Robinson. I know he had like Mike Evans and Godwin, obviously, his last year in, in Tampa. All right, but-
1: guy Allen Robinson to the Packers.
0: Oh, ooh, that that's, I've heard that too. I've heard that would be a thing. That, that is
1: going to put them over the, over the buck with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah,
0: oh, oh, yeah. Him and Devontae. Jesus. Oh, God, oh yeah. boy. But they, I don't think Aaron Rodgers would be leaving too if that, no, no, that happened. No way. No way. Um, But if they could get someone, I mean, the wide receiver free agent market right now is huge. They could even sign two guys. I mean, they could probably get a Godwin. I know Godwin's saying he wants to stay in Tampa, but you never know. Um, the wide receiver market's huge. He has a good run game here. Like we were saying, those guys for Russ, it's the same, it's the same weapons. If he can get the, the offensive line, can kind of remain the same. I think Jameis would be good here. I think it would be a good project for McDaniels. We saw the Cam Newton project kind of fail. So I think McDaniels has something to prove. If he can get a guy like Jameis Winston and make him you know, a good quarterback, I mean, he doesn't need to throw 30 touchdowns even to be solid. Even if he throws 28, but only throws 10 interceptions, something along the lines of that. You know, I think that would be huge for him. So I think with the arm that he has, it would be, it would be huge. So I just think, I think it would be a good fit for the Patriots. I wouldn't mind seeing it. And two, he doesn't necessarily have to be the starter. I think they need to give Stidham a fair shot to be the starter. Is he the guy? Probably not, but you, you did draft him. You didn't really give him a shot this year. Every game you put him in, you were getting smoked, uh, between the bills or you were smoking the other team, the chargers. Um, and that Chiefs game that was really kind of just a shit show from the start so I don't think they really gave a guy a fair chance in in real game time because they didn't really let him start and that's fair got just thrown into the fire so I think it would be a good QB competition because that's what I really see that I think the Patriots will do I would love Russ here I don't think they'd make a move like that but I would love it if it happened but um,
1: that would be a good quarterback I still am adamant that the Saints, if they want to be successful, you re-sign Jameis Winston because it, I'm a firm believer that if Jameis Winston was starting in a divisional round game, the Saints would have beat the Bucks.
0: I said that too. I, yeah, that, so, that, so
1: we're uh, good Bucks, right ex-
0: there. Yeah, no, that's what I said. After after he threw that touchdown pass, I said they should just leave him in. Jameis has
1: it. I mean, I understand why they kept Drew Brees in. Yeah. But from eight, Jameis Winston is going to win games with the Saints, not Taysom Hill. Not Taysom Hill.
0: I it, I, I, no, I I agree. I, I think Taysom I Hill think, is yeah.
1: a one dimensional is hell offense. We saw that in those games that he started this season. We saw that what did they do? They ran the football. Okay, he got a couple touchdown passes. But were teams really afraid of the of the, the passing game by the Saints when Taysom Hill was in the quarterback? No. They were scared of the little gadgets. They were scared of multiple running backs. Okay. They weren't scared of game B over the top, but Jameis Winston 30 for 30, that LASIK surgery is probably going to make him a 30-10, 30-15 at worst. Jameis Winston could ball out, and Jameis Winston could lead the Saints next year to a NFC Championship game appearance at the least.
0: Okay. I'm hoping he does that for the Patriots next year over in the AFC, but Jordan, Jordan's making some eyes over <laughs> at you, G-Ross like that? and they're not...
2: C- my computer's overheating from all that <laughs> smoke you just blew up. Um, no, it's oh a good take. God. I like it. I mean, in my opinion, Taysom goes 3-1 and one as a starter, um, which is winning is the most important stat in football, in my opinion. Um, But I totally agree at the same time because I think if they use them both in tandem, where I, I think Taysom should be the starter, but Jameis should be getting more of the snaps. I think Taysom, when you're in normal sets, he's a guy QB. But when Jameis comes in, move Taysom to running back, tight end, slot receiver. Use him other ways and keep Taysom on the field like 70 to 80 percent of the time, and then have Jameis Winston have 60 to 70 percent of the quarterback snaps. But I think if you start every game with Taysom Hill, it gives that like weird like, what are they gonna do this game? Like, is Taysom gonna be the guy that's running the show? Obviously, after four or five weeks. The analytics will pick up how much Taysom and Jameis are both playing, so they'll figure it out from there. But I think just for the first couple of games, that would put him in a really good spot for mm. the rest of the year to really switch up how they use that offense.
1: Gotcha. Okay.
2: So that that's why I'm a huge Taysom guy. I think he's a great player. Um
0: but I, I agree. I'm not anti
1: Taysom, but yeah. I'm just more pro Jameis.
0: Yes. I, I agree. Same that's I'm great. the same way. I'm the same way. I think I'm I, I think Taysom Hill's a great talent. He is a pretty solid quarterback i think a lot of teams would like to have him as their starting quarterback um especially just after some of the performances we saw this year mm-hmm. but uh jets um but you know i think i think it's it, it would be interesting and i've heard some some takes that sean mcveigh was maybe just saving Jameis so teams didn't go out and try and sign him um so he could give him another cheap contract and maybe get him some more playing time this yeah, year. yeah actually
1: that's what our guy alex said he said that sean um, um sean pain was just hiding Jameis winston Kind of, because he didn't really need him, but he's going to be the guy next year. I'm a firm believer yeah. that he's the guy.
0: Yeah, hopefully it's just in New England now. <laughs> um, cool. Well, wow. A lot of hot takes there. A lot of bold yeah. predictions there. I'll make sure we get this all on paper, and we can a couple months loop back up and see who's going. Well, probably maybe even over the next coming month or five two. For five for five, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll see what
2: happens. Um, I, know, I know we were talking about Jameis. I just want to bring up a fun fact. Go for Since it. Since 2009 – up until 2016 there is only one player still on the team of first overall picks that is still on the same team does that make sense
0: yes so So, he was drafted first overall and they're on the same team they're currently on. yep
2: from 2009 to 2016 there's only one player who was drafted first overall who was still with his same team to
1: 2016 so were they
2: drafted uh, in 2009 so, from so from the first overall picks from uh-huh. 2009 to 2016. 2016. So, 2009 was Matt Stafford, 2010 was Sam Bradford, 2011 was Cam Newton. Okay. So, out of from those guys from 2009 to 2016, only one of them is still on the same team. Still, number okay. one overall picks, not first round picks. Number one
0: overall. Okay. Well, it's not Goff. Mm-hmm. It's not Jameis. It's not Cam. It's now not Stafford.
2: I think people are gonna be surprised by this one.
0: Well, Andrew Luck retired. <laughs> yep, Andrew Luck retired. <laughs> um, was twenty thirteen. What, what if Andrew comes back?
1: Be back. Cool. It, <laughs> How does that happen? happen? It could happen. It's not a quarterback, right? Nope,
2: it's an offensive
0: lineman. Oh, F- Fisher.
2: Yep, Eric Fisher.
0: Fuck. Yeah, he's the too bad. He wasn't
1: one. in Super Bowl though.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that. I felt worked. bad for them. That yeah. was that was tough. Mahomes got a nice workout in. Before his foot surgery. Only 500
1: yards running away yep. from that pass rush. Only.
0: Yeah. Only. So. But, cool. So, I know we've had a lot of bold predictions, but let's, um, I guess, just one last bold prediction for your 2021 season. It can be anything. It can be a player signing somewhere. It can be a playoff finish. It can be a Super Bowl winner. Uh, Let's go, Ross. You're, you're the guest. Start us off.
1: I'm giving you my Super Bowl prediction for next year. And that is going to be the bills versus the rams in super bowl 56
0: do you have a winner or is that just your prediction right now okay
1: no we're going bold we're going all the way that Stafford gets a super bowl next season
2: Let's go! Matt Stafford
1: gets a Super Bowl next season. That's a bold prediction right there, and that man deserves it. I love, with him. I'm, I'm, I love him in the offense. I, I love what they're building around there. Obviously, they have the best defense in the league, and it didn't help that Aaron Donald and a couple other guys were injured, but when Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey are on the field together, that defense is a unit. And I know they don't have any first-round draft picks to deal with this year, but they still have a little bit of the cap. They still... it's not like the second round or the third round or the fourth round. You can't get talent. You can get talent out to the first round. And it's not like the the Rams, they don't necessarily need a first rounder because the first rounders were a a play now guy. They don't necessarily need a play now guy. They need pieces around this team to fill in gaps. There's not a big gap that they need fixed. They just need filler players to, to complete this team. And the Bills are just only going to continue to get better and better. Josh Allen is going to continue to get better and better. The Chiefs, I, they're not going to make the Super Bowl three seasons in a row. I say that now because, I mean, they're probably going to, but I say that now. <laughs> and uh, I just, I'm taking the veteran, Matt Stafford, over over Josh Allen, most importantly, and I'm taking the coaches. I love Sean McDermott. love Sean McVay. Also, this Rams team has already been to the Super Bowl. So that's going to play a role. The Rams over the Bills next season. Book it.
0: I like it. In, and now it'd be in their home stadium too. They'd be back to back. It's in LA next I do, year.
1: I hope it well, I hope it's still actually gonna be in LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they might change, oh, we better. oh if we don't have fans next year, I'm probably just gonna jump. They're better. Just, be just fans. jump out that window.
0: There will be. They're better. There <laughs> will be fans. There's no way they preach sure,
1: put it into existence, please.
0: Yes. Put it out their to point. the universe. Jordan. So you you're the king of bull takes, I feel like. Go Ooh. for
2: it. Can I can I cheat and give two? Because now, because of what Ross said, I want to give it. My, my Super Bowl. <laughs> so my Super Bowl is the Rams. I have them back in it. But I have them playing the Ravens. I think they get a receiver in free agency. Either Corey Davis, Allen Robinson, or some other guy that's out there. Even Kenny Johnson's Galladay.
0: Galladay would be good. Galladay. Galladay,
2: if they don't franchise tag him. Um. That defense is already set. They're bringing mostly everyone back. I know Calais Campbell's getting up there in age, but he's more so of just a run stopper now than a pass rusher. I think they go after Bud Dupree in free agency. I think that'd be a great move for them. Um, I don't know if they're going to bring back Matt Judon. Maybe they use the franchise tag on him. But Mm -hmm. this defense is pretty much set the way it is. You just need one or two good receivers on offense, and they take it to the next level. And I think Lamar Jackson, now that he has a playoff win under his belt, Gets momentum, they go in, and they beat the Rams in their home stadium at SoFi for the Super Bowl. And then, given all that, the MVP for that season will be Justin Herbert. Hear me out on this. <laughs> Pat Mahomes, sorry, his second year in the NFL, has a record-breaking season. Had one of the best QBRs ever in NFL history threw for 50 touchdowns, over 5,000 yards, and he's Pat Mahomes. Like, you just saw what he's able to do that year.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Lamar Jackson, his second season, had an incredible year, was the most exciting player on the field, was a unanimous MVP vote. No one played better than him. What, I, I'm not even biased in saying this. Kyler Murray, for the through the first eight weeks, his first nine weeks, was the NFL MVP, was on a 4,000 passing yard pace, 1,000 yards rushing yard pace, mm-hmm. and 40 total touchdowns. You can't tell me with that stat line, Aaron Rodgers would have won MVP over Kyler Murray. He gets a nasty hamstring injury against the Seahawks, and was not the same player for the end of the season. So the second-year quarterback sh- uh, streak was going really well up until Kyler Murray's injury. Justin Herbert just r- broke the rookie uh, passing touchdown number, almost broke the rookie passing yard number, and did it all without a good offensive line, Uh, A lot of key starters on the defense missing, most notably Derwin James, and had uh, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen missing a couple games here and there. So get a consistent receiving core. Hunter Henry comes back to get one more offensive lineman in the draft. Keep that defense healthy. Justin Herbert is your MVP for 2021.
0: Okay. I already so, told Jordan okay. this earlier. If Herbert wins it, I'm giving up baseball in 2022. <laughs> that's I don't big. Do that, but that's I, big. And it's nothing against Herbert. I just, I just don't think he'll, he'll win it. But that's just me. You watch, he'll probably win it now. <laughs> we'll see.
2: My, my predictions have been getting better and better as the years have gone. True. Down, so very
0: true. Very true. Um, cool. Well, I don't have a Super Bowl prediction, but here's my bold take. Okay. I think three teams from the afc east will make the playoffs next year got the buffalo bills winning the division i think miami's gonna go 11 and 5 and i think the patriots get back up to 10 and 6 it's only a three game difference than what they did this year Mm -hmm. uh for those who know me personally jordan can attest to this i had a grand theory that the patriots were going to draft trevor lawrence this year after they lost brady actually before they even lost brady I thought Brady was going to the Chargers, so I was wrong there. I said Gronk was going to come out of retirement. I was a Stephon Gilmore trade away from being very close to that prediction because I thought they were going to trade Gilmore, be able to trade three first-round picks to the team that gets the first overall pick. I said they were going 7-9 and before they signed Cam Newton because they were playing four games out on the West Coast, including the Chiefs. They always struggle against the Broncos. They always struggle in Seattle and Mm -hmm. in L.A. So I kind of saw that coming. That didn't really happen this year, but I think they'll be back next year. I think the Dolphins... gonna say this Tua or not Watson or not I think they're gonna be a a playoff team next year especially like you said I think if they keep Tua I think they're gonna sign Fitzmagic I think that would be a really good signing for them so I like that I I think those three teams are gonna get in I think the rest of the AFC I don't want to say it's weak because there's just three teams in the north in it but it's it's going to be interesting. I think the Patriots are going to be back up there, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a fan. I think that they're going to figure it out. Bill Belichick's not going to be out for long. Let's be no, real. No, exactly. No matter how much we tough,
1: want but... him to be gone, he's not.
0: <laughs> exactly. I mean, they had eight guys opt out due to COVID. I think there were 64 guys in the league who opted out, so an eighth of them were literally on one team. and A ton were on that defense. So, And with the cap space they have, I just think they're going to try. It. And, they're not, and it's not necessarily going to be big splashes, but – I think they're just going to add some good pieces. Like I said, I don't think they're going to make a huge splash at quarterback, but I think mm-hmm. they're going to sign somebody who you know, can compete with Sidham for that starting job or potentially just win the starting job and, and be that guy. So I think it'll be interesting to see the AFC East this year and how it plays out. Okay. Okay. I like that. Cool. Well, um, I don't know if anyone wants to go into their team specifically, kind of last segment. I know we're, we're coming up on right. longer than we expected. Bias, okay. I'll give you something short, it. short Open and the sweet. Um, yeah.
1: The Broncos are going to go 9-7 and seven and miss the playoffs.
0: Okay.
1: I, I, okay. I, I just – I Gardner Minshew at quarterback? Oh, dude, I, I don't even know at this point. If they get Deshaun Watson with – Jordan, please, please, please. Speak into <laughs> existence. Okay. Um, then they can go 10-6, 11-5. The Broncos' ceiling is an eleven and five football team uh, at this point. Their floor, as we see, is probably like a four and twelve. But the Broncos can make a playoff run right next year. Are they going to? Probably not. Fair point. I'm just i I don't know what to think anymore. I'm so, i it, it's hard You're to be good. positive. You're good. I, I've <laughs> talked
0: about the Patriots enough. I think you all know where I stand on the Patriots, and I'm sure I'll talk about them more in the ah. office. Jordan, <laughs> Jordan, go ahead.
2: Cardinals go eleven and five and lose to the Rams in the divisional round.
0: Do they yeah. win the division, or do the Rams win that division? Rams win
2: the division. Uh, right. The Cardinals win the division.
0: Okay. So th- you think, the, think, you think so the Rams I, will get there as a wildcard team?
2: Yes. I, I think they both go 11-5, and five and the Cardinals beat them in both games in the regular season, and they kind of, and wow. the Rams do what the
0: Bucks did. I'm going to say basically okay. the same thing. Okay. And they play in their home stadium. It's meant to be. <laughs> wow. Exactly. wow. Wow. Ross. Thank you so much. I know that went a little bit over than what we expected. <laughs> is what it is.
1: We were rolling. That that was, that's all that matters.
0: That was that was a lot of fun. We gotta definitely get you back on. We gotta meet some of your coasts. I know you've been working with Oops, Alex, Jalen. Yeah. We gotta we got all loop Hey, up if at we're gonna point. talk
1: basketball, I might have to get Jalen's Jalen's butt on here. We'll be good oh, yeah. with that. He's he's, a, I I know enough basketball, but um. No, no, I'm mostly a football guy, obviously, but uh, bring him off for basketball so you might have to talk a little. Sacramento Kings is his team. Also, okay. um, Darren Fox I was is a. Him
0: up yesterday. Ooh,
1: nice. Darren Fox is an all star. Don't ask me. He
0: is. He's having a good year. I think, he, having I think all-star he's Having an all star year. Yeah, very, very, very all star worthy. <laughs> uh, final thought, Ross. What? How are the Oakland A's going to do this year? Granted, it, say it's 162 games. Any, they're they're going to win the that?
1: division because the rest of the division is crap um and they're going to win a first uh they're going to win in the wild card series and then they're going to lose again the divisional round same exact thing as last year just more games
0: okay so same thing all right same thing
1: because uh they're consistent also they're going to trade matt chapman because uh fisher doesn't know what the hell he's doing with that team and i hate him so much
0: honestly we just saw a huge third baseman splash with that Arenado trade so uh, it's because the
1: a's don't like to pay anyone that's cheap bastards
0: they're I like to call them like the the Rays. I call them the Tampa Bay A's because they basically just copy what the That's A's fair. do. Hey, um, they were the best two teams in the A last year. Right,
1: yeah, hey, um, but hey, <laughs> if we don't want to pay anyone, but at least they will bring in Jed Lowry again on the minor league hey, contract.
0: Former Red Sox.
1: No, you guys no, get a lot no. of former
0: Red Sox. Coco Crisp, Coco Jed Christ. Lowry, love Coco, Coco Crisp,
1: <laughs> Coco, and then also uh,
0: Josh Reddick, Brandon Moss, Brandon Moss, man, bring. him.
1: Oh, these are so much better a while ago. I feel like they were so much more fun when they were – let's go back to the early early 2010s, okay? Let's go back there.
0: they were solid, like the 2013. I'll take it. Red Sox won a World Series then. I'll take it.
1: Hey, I'm cool with that.
0: Fair point. (laughs) Well, Ross, you want to drop any, like, Twitter, Instagram, anything like that? Yes, sir.
1: Let me – Let me let me um hold myself out real quick. You can find us at thefourthandlong.com. That's everything you need. Twitter at fourthlongradio, Instagram at fourthandlongradio. You can also find us on Patreon. You can find us anywhere you get podcasts: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, literally anywhere. We're there because you cannot escape us. And you can expect at least two shows a week from us. Either it would be NFL, UFC, and Australian football, which is honestly one of our biggest uh, supporters. And we do love you all. So if you want, if you got a little sample of what I can give you, and you need to hear what Alex can give it. You need to hear what our UFC correspondent Blake Campbell can get you. Also, you got to hear some of our, uh, 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 sorry, it sounds like I'm flexing. But we got some good ass interviews for you guys. We just, our most recent one was with the sparring partner, Professor, um, professional boxer Mike Russell. He was a sparring partner for none other than the Iron Mike Tyson. We've wow. had Josh Emmett on. We've had Sam on. We've had Justin Jay and Sasha Platnikov on. Huge M- uh, UFC guys. And then hopefully we'll be getting some uh well known NFL players on soon. So uh, just keep it locked. Hey, but all I got to say, you guys, Jack jordan thank you so much for having me on thanks for uh putting out the olive branch over on the instagrams and uh saying the invite because i had the blast with you guys i was able to i've been able to listen to some of your shows and be like hey these guys are they got something going on there so it was a pleasure to join and there's a pleasure to uh elevate oh, now i'm just well, playing you guys
0: are good <laughs> the pleasure the pleasure's all here man you you know your shit you have a great voice I, I think i think you guys are gonna that's go the far. first you time i've ever website. heard that i have a. you make you, you oh, have a great man. website oh, you have a beautiful. run a great instagram i share half your stuff half the news that i know break. i break we're not the news breakers but half the stuff i share is just you guys have great graphics so you guys are crushing yeah. it over there so if that's
1: what happens uh. when i literally if i'm not working or in class i am sitting in front of this computer for six hours a day because i told you in the beginning I have no
0: life. <laughs> gotcha. Well, hey, Jordan, anything you want to add there?
2: No, nah, man. It was Jordan, do you have you a life? Uh, sometimes. You know, it depends. Good for you.
1: Proud of you. <laughs> I
2: have to buy it sometimes. but yeah, um, No, but it was great having you on. Um, we definitely got to do this again because especially with NFL talk, I think that was great. I'm going to tune in, definitely listen to some MLB and MMA kind of stuff from you um yeah i just love the content keep it up man You're
1: doing love great. you guys hey this was fun i've been this is actually the second collaboration i've ever done the first one with an american show the the only collab i've done is with australian shout out to cobra Cast because uh nice. but good old guys from uh, from melbourne uh, you it's not melbourne okay it's a they, it's they get a little pissy it's melbourne <laughs> so uh nice. hey, shout out to australian football i'll be doing a australian football draft for fantasy football this year and um okay Wish me luck because I'm not even that good at normal fantasy football.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. Jordan and I both sucked in our regular in our in our main league this year. So. Nice. Well, <laughs> I,
2: I took Lamar fifth overall. Which yeah, I was jo- like, yeah, I'm so
0: smart doing this.
2: <laughs> out <of> your face. <laughs>
0: And with that being said, I took <laughs> Rodrigo Blankenship in the last round. Uh, <laughs> Ross is dying. I think we just lost all credibility. At no, 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 because I've seen, I've
1: seen worse. I've seen worse. I I remember um, like when the Seahawks still had the good defense, but I remember when the guys are in league, took the Seahawks defense in the seventh round. Mm. But also, shout out to my first year of fantasy football, I took four Broncos players, and that's when their offense shit the bed. And um, I have a rule. In our league, I have a rule named after me, whereas you can't have more than three people from the same team. So, wow, I am I'm okay. in the history books.
0: <laughs> nice, nice. Go. We're trying to get some NFL players on. One in particular, Rodrigo Blankenship. Oh, might see hot our rod, man! Hell going yes. around hashtag get rod on the pod so oh let's do, that, let's do it let's do it let's make we're that happen a campaign coming up yes uh next episode i'm gonna give some more details about it but uh jordan and i jordan's a big special teams guy he was a long snapper in college so i love rod for the, the brand mission. love it so mm-hmm. we're gonna so. hashtag get rod on the pod so ross again hey, i'll support you guys with you. that i want to see oh, that yeah. happen well, you'll I'll, you'll see us you'll be the first if you
1: get a on, i need to see a lego set from his i need okay. to see- yes. <laughs> yes
0: yes hands we down 100 <laughs> 100 we're gonna get him on but again ross thank you so much that was a blast i hope everybody enjoyed it thank you all for listening our first ever two-week episode make sure or two episode week i should say Ooh, wow it's been okay. a day but <laughs> make sure you check out the fourth and long radio and as always thank you again and get rod on the pod